You're listening to Baking a Boss, a podcast for the modern Latina cake designer. I didn't always dream of having my own business as a cake designer, but when my son was diagnosed with autism, I left my job to be a full-time mom and housewife. But being the independent Latina that I am, I needed more. So I discovered a passion for cake decorating, business, and marketing strategies. I was able to turn a hobby into a six-figure income working from home, and now it is my mission to help Latinas like you turn their hobby into a profitable business from the comfort of your home. Join me as we discuss topics common in our community and listen as I bring you a new perspective on life, business, money mindsets, and what it takes as a Latina woman to be successful in an extremely saturated industry. All of this with a sweet side of azúcar. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to get into venues, and I want to talk about my personal experience being a preferred vendor um, and kind of just give you some tips and ideas of what you can do if that is something that you want to do um, in order to grow your business. Um, I am going to talk about the positive part and I also going to talk about the negative part so it's pros and cons and then you can just kind of weigh it out I do get this question quite a lot um, especially recently I think everybody's kind of like trying to get out of the slow season and into the faster paced season and they're just like scrambling and wondering what can I do what is my next step um, in order to grow my business Um, and so first of all, don't freak out right now. Um, slow season is slowly dissipating and we're turning the page right now and we're going into a faster paced season. Um, and Easter is right around the corner. So hopefully you have used this time, this downtime, um, appropriately and you have come up with some options for Easter and so on and so forth. So um, one of my goals has been to be preferred a preferred vendor um, in some venues. And this might seem like something easy, but it kind of just depends on what kind of venue you want to get into. Um, and there's kind of like a protocol And just, I have come to learn that the venue managers are either going to love you or hate you. And they're the ones that are really going to determine if they're going to add you to their preferred vendor list. So the beginning of the year is usually when venue managers are looking into um, their list of what they have at the moment for their vendors. And they'll kind of weed out if there's vendors that they don't want to work with again or they don't want to have them in their preferred vendor list um depending on how you know you worked during that year um and if not then they'll if they are removing people from their list then they're actively looking for other people so usually they start doing this and they update they update their database uh early in the year so around this time um i had I have been a preferred vendor for a few venues, but specifically for one um, that in the beginning, I was getting tons of 
uh, weddings from. And weddings is one of my things that I really love doing. And I set out one of my goals for this year is to get more in debt with the, or in depth. There goes my accent coming out. Um, just more into the wedding industry. I've been doing a lot of birthday cakes and baby showers and that's fine. Um, but I really want to get more into doing weddings. Um, because let's be honest, like that's where the money is at. And for me, weddings, believe it or not, I know that for some people it's stressful, but for me, weddings are easier than, um, birthday cakes and they're not as time consuming as birthday cakes usually is you know just a couple of color options usually it's white um so there's not like a lot of detail that entails making um wedding cakes so there was a venue specifically that I was lucky enough to get in contact with and they invited me over to be one of the preferred vendors uh, for the wedding cake. And they had, at the time, they had another person that was also in the preferred vendor list. But because um, it was an all-inclusive type of package, basically um, an all-inclusive venue basically means that they provide everything and they just give you a couple of vendors from each category that you can choose from. So there will be like two or three DJs, two or three caterers, two or three cake decorators, and so on and so forth. Um, and all-inclusive basically means that the client and or the couple, they pay the venue directly, and then the venue disperses the money <clears throat> accordingly um, to their vendors. And by doing this, it's kind of like a guarantee that you're going to get a certain amount of weddings and events um, in a month on a monthly basis. So because of that, you could play around with your numbers a little bit and you can give the venue a special price. So basically, that's what I did. And in the first couple of years, I was booking weddings with them left and right. Like I was over there probably every single weekend. And there will be times where I would be over there uh, two week, two days out of the weekend, or sometimes even three days. Sometimes it would be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which basically meant that I had three weddings, um, back to back to back, which was really great for my growth and it was great for my business. Um, the type of venue that it was, it was more like a rustic wedding venue. So, um, the kind of cakes that the typical bride was choosing was either a semi-naked cake or, um a rustic type of buttercream cake, not very much detail. So it was just kind of like easy to do. Um, and so I was doing really well with that. But this was five years ago, and I have grown a lot since then. Um, and I was having an issue with the, the manager um, that basically I always had to be after him for payment. Um, and it's just not ideal. It's not the ideal situation. Um, and it's uncomfortable to basically beg someone to pay you for your work. And um, I, I didn't like the feeling about that. And we had, during the last couple of years, have kind of um, gotten into some verbal altercations or arguments because of this. Um, and so I had contemplated for a long time to kind of just start um, taking myself out of that equation with that venue specifically because I didn't appreciate the lack of 
consideration and the lack of respect coming from the management. The venue itself, the owner probably has no idea what was happening. Um, and so I sought some advice from someone that I trust, a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor and I have one. Um, and she's fantastic. And I sought her advice and she told me, well, you know, that's not the only venue out there. Um, there are a few venues that you can get into and I can help you get in contact with a few of them. And so there was one venue that I really wanted to get into for a very long time. Um, but I went to a networking meeting uh, or a networking event one time and the manager of that venue was there and she was a panelist and they were talking about um, what they look for in vendors for them to be in the preferred vendor list. And I specifically remembered her saying, if you're going to send me an email, send me an email, but don't keep calling me. Don't keep emailing me. Don't be so persistent because I'm just going to lose interest in you. So kind of play a little bit hard to get. Um, she's the kind of manager that she knows what she wants. And if she needs it, she's going to look for it. She usually is loyal to her vendors. So unless she really um, needs a new vendor, she's not actively looking for one. Um, she basically said, don't ever show up and think that I'm going to meet with you unannounced because, you know, she's busy, right? So um, I immediately, I have to admit, I immediately was very intimidated. And I was like, okay, I don't know if this maybe is out of my reach. Like I had major imposter syndrome. Like I was thinking that I'm not good enough um, for this specific venue. Um, this is a very highly sought out venue for vendors to work at um so i i just kind of put it in the back burner um but at this event i actually was a sponsor so i provided cupcakes for this networking event and um so i even booked a wedding from this event for another vendor um that she's getting married so that's, that was very exciting um, and just kind of getting, you know, myself out there with other people in the industry um, because everybody has their own niche. And so I feel like in order for me to go where I want to go, which is more with the weddings, then I need to associate myself with the people that really dedicate themselves to the wedding industry. Um, so basically a few weeks ago, um, almost a month ago, I ended my professional relationship with the first venue. We had a very bad argument because there was a bride that wanted to book me and this manager just didn't want to give me a deposit. Like, I don't understand why you think that you're exempt from providing a deposit when my couples, they get literally, I give them 24 hours. If you're going to book with me, you're going to book with me. Um, and I say it very clear in my email, if you are ready to proceed with a payment and sign agreement, get back to me. Once you tell me that you're ready, that means that you're ready for a deposit. That means that I'm taking my time to create this contract for you and then provide you um, the, the payment on instructions and arrangements. So the venue manager apparently was unavailable for about two weeks <laughs> and just didn't want to, did, just didn't give me the deposit. So the bride was contacting me and I, when it's an all-inclusive venue, you don't want to, um, 
have to talk money with the bride or the couples because it's all inclusive. So really the money talk is between the vendor and the venue. Um, the only thing that my bride had to do was tell me what design she wanted and when she could pick up her sample box and then get to experience the tasting of the cake and get to get like all excited about um, seeing her vision come to life and just talking about fun things, not discussing whether or not her date was secure because there was a deposit place or not. And so when she asked me, I had to be honest with her and I told her, listen, no, I have not. Maybe you should try to email this person um, and find out from them, you know, when they're going to. Um, and her thing was that she was afraid that her date was going to uh, be up, like it was going to be booked. And so time kept, with time kept passing by, um, she emailed me a total of three times. And in the final, in the final time I told her, listen, what we can do is that I could just, um, work with you directly. And then you can just get your money back from the, the venue because you're paying me directly. And she's like, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Um, but before we were able to get to that point, he contacted me um in very not nice words and I told him look um I don't think this is going to work for me anymore so I would really appreciate it if we would just leave it as is right now um at the risk of losing this bride and I did I ended up losing that bride because he wouldn't give her the she had already paid in full that's the crazy thing she didn't just pay for a deposit for the venue she had to pay in full for this wedding month I'm talking about six months in advance she had paid in full and he couldn't give me a deposit like that it was wild to me that this was happening but um unfortunately it did and because she had already paid in full he refused to give her back any money for the cake so basically he told her that she needed to choose one of the other vendors um and which she was disappointed and because she wanted to pick me obviously um and I felt so bad for her for this situation that I offered her a complimentary groom's cake or a complimentary bridal shower cake for any date that she chooses um for up to 50 people and I was willing to do that um like a suggestion of an apology because really she shouldn't have been in the middle of that situation that situation shouldn't have happened at all but I my last draw was having to be after this person um they had paid me in checks it previously and the checks had bounced. Um, I, I would receive payment like weeks after I had delivered the event cakes and everything. And I'm just like, listen, I don't tolerate this from my clients. Why would I tolerate this from a venue? Like, I just don't. Um, so, and then I heard through the grapevine that a lot of vendors were dropping out of the venue because of the same situation. So when looking for a venue, you really want to talk to the vendors that are there already and ask them, um, you know, what their experience is like and, and what it's the chemistry like and what is the atmosphere like there. Um, because you don't want to work somewhere where you feel uncomfortable. You don't want to work somewhere where you don't feel that you're being respected. Um, like I'm not on your payroll. We're a team. So let's work together. Right. Um, so after breaking, I call it the venue breakup after, uh, breaking up with this venue, um, I, felt kind of like, okay, I really honestly have to think back. In the beginning, I was getting a lot of business from them. 
And in the past couple of years, I've hardly had any business from them. So like last year, I probably did two or three weddings total. So they're not breaking my business. Um, so I could do without their business. And I was like, what am I doing this for? I need to have peace of mind, really. So it was a good thing that I let that go because of about a week later, I got contacted by my mentor uh, through email. And she told me that the manager from the venue that I really wanted to get into wanted to talk to me because she had my cupcakes at the networking event and she couldn't stop talking about them. And she wanted me to participate um, in an open house that they were having. And I was like, I'm in, like, I'm, I am shocked that this happened to me. Um, and I didn't even have to go knocking on a door so hard, like literally fell on my lap. Um, but God had a plan all along. I needed to let go of something that was literally holding back a really big blessing. Um, and so I was like, you know, why, why did I wait so long to do this? And um, I went to the open house and it was an amazing experience. And before I left, I wanted to thank her for the opportunity um, of even having me there. And she told me, yeah, like you're on the preferred vendor list. So welcome to the team. And I was like, wow, like it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing. So I felt very humbled by that. Um, and so, so grateful. And then I thought to myself, you know, if I could get to this venue, then I could get to other venues too. Like there's, I don't have to keep selling myself short. I don't have to keep thinking that I'm not good enough that, um, you know, that I'm not going to make it, that my work is not good enough, that my cakes don't taste amazing because they do and my work is good. And, and I just have to feel confident in what I do. Like if, if you and your business are being sought out and people are looking for you and people are wanting to work with you and you keep raising your prices, but you keep getting clients too, like really think about that. Like they want you, they love you. They love what you do. They love your work. They love the taste of your product and you should feel confident in that. And, you know, it's easy to talk about it, but to actually walk in it, um, it's, you know, it's something completely different. So I, I was just very thankful for that opportunity. And so it just kind of opened my mind to more venues that I want to get into. And um, I'm going to share with you a couple of things. First things first is you need to have your legal paperwork in order, right? You need to have an LLC. You need to have a banking system, whatever that may be for you. Um, you need to have a tax ID number and you need to have business insurance. That is very, very important. In the state of Florida, um, you could get for $300 a year, you could get insurance through the FLIP program and I'm gonna link it um, so that you guys can go to it and check it out. Um, this is perfect for small businesses, for food businesses specifically. Um, you're $300 and it covers you for, um, I think it's up to a million dollars per occurrence. Um, 
So if you want to get into higher end venues that require you to have a business license and to have insurance, this is definitely what you need to do. And it's, yeah, an investment, but it's worth it because literally one wedding that you do or one event that you do is going to pay for your investment. And then you're going to keep booking that, right? And then once you have that, it's like a security and a peace of mind, and it really does allow you to grow. So don't get stuck in, oh, well, I don't need the business license, or I'll just work at venues that don't require um, insurance, because then you're not going to give yourself the opportunity to grow um, in your cake business. So definitely do that. The next thing that you want to do is you want to polish up your image a little bit. So I learned this the hard way when I showed up to a networking event one time in ripped jeans. And I remember someone in a panel saying that um, if you want to work with me at a venue and I see you wearing ripped jeans, um, I'm just not going to give you the time of day. And I was like, damn, like I felt like she was talking directly to me. Um, maybe she didn't even see me wearing ripped jeans. But then I was like, you know, I had on a blazer. I looked cute. I had, you know, uh, high heels and I had a blazer on and my makeup was done nicely. But I was like, damn, I shouldn't have worn uh, ripped jeans to this event. I probably should have worn a little bit more business casual. So we are artists, right? We express ourselves creatively through different ways in the way that we dress and the way that we decorate our home and the way that we do our hair and our makeup and whatnot. But when you want to do certain things and you want to be around certain things like it's okay to still express yourself but still be professional and I know that the word professional um, has different meanings for different people um, I'm not saying you have to wear stocking things and clothes uh, heel show, uh, shoes all the time and whatnot um, you don't have to wear skirts if you don't want to you know but you yeah, you kind of have to sharpen up your image if you're going to go to networking events, if you're going to meet up certain vendors, if you're going to have um, uh, meetings with the venue managers and things like that. You want to present yourself in a groomed way. Um, then, you know, if you're going to be delivering half, like I just came back from a delivery, so I have my my polo on with my business uh, name embroidered onto it. Um, and I just wear black pants and sneakers when I'm doing that. If I'm going to be delivering to like very nice venues, then I wear my chef jacket, obviously. If I'm going to be doing events, then I wear my chef jacket as well. Um, but then if you're going to be networking, then it's okay to just wear pants and like a cute blouse or a blazer or a skirt or a dress or whatever. But just make sure that um, you're basically business casual depending on where they're going to be holding it and at what time of the day they're going to be holding it. Um, if they're going to have like an evening event, then you want to be a little bit more on the conservative side. If they're going to have a daytime event, then maybe you could wear like something more um, lighter, like just a blouse or a dress or something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely your image. You have to sharpen it up a little bit. Um, and like I said, I learned that the hard way. So that's two things. You have to get your business um, legal structured. Um, you're basically you're all your ducks in a row when it comes to the legal part of your business. The second thing is you need to sharpen up your image. Um, also, I would say 
don't show up empty handed if a venue or a manager or a vendor gives you the opportunity for you guys to meet up for coffee or whatever like show up with cupcakes like that's your what are you trying to sell you know you're trying to sell them your business basically you're trying to sell them this idea that hey I make wedding cakes or I I'm a photographer or I am a wedding planner or whatever it is that you're doing I'm going to speak for my people which is the cake people um I like to show up to the venues that I deliver to with cupcakes as much as I can, even if I've already given them cupcakes before, but this kind of like, they'll look forward to me going there because they know that I will bring the staff cupcakes. Believe it or not, the staff doesn't always get appreciated for their hard work and they're the ones that refer you. So if you're going to go deliver to a venue, if you're going to deliver to, uh, you're working with a new wedding planner or a coordinator, just make up a box of four cupcakes six, cup, six cupcakes um with your logo and your business card on it and give it to them as a gift a sort of token of appreciation whether they recommended you or not um and just kind of they'll remember that they'll remember the girl or the guy that gave them the cupcakes so those are a few things that you can do to get into venues um there's over 500 venues in the central florida area only in the Central Florida area, over 500 venues. Um, and so I feel like, and there's over 20,000 weddings that happen in the Central Florida area every single year. It's wild. So they're getting their cakes from somewhere, right? So make sure that they're getting their cakes from you. So this is going to be it for today. If you have any questions or if you want to make any comments or if you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss, let me know. Until next time. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me reach more Latina listeners like you who also want to grow their cake business. Visit my website, orlandocakeacademy.com, and join my email list for updates, new program announcements, and future classes. You can also find me on Instagram at bakingaboss. Thank you so much for your support, and remember, el cielo es el límite.